Remember last week when Optimus Prime wouldn't let Grapple build a solar power collector because it might fall into the wrong hands? Well, now he's given the thumbs up to something called the Negavator, a device for zapping stuff into non-existence. Oh, but this thing is built by Wheeljack, whose success rate is... Um... Hmm. Okay, so now we have definitive proof that Prime plays favorites, I guess. This episode is actually here to introduce us to another new Autobot, though, Red Alert. He's in charge of security, and his head glows bright blue in the presence of danger. Convenient! Soundwave and his cassettes invade the place and attempt to steal the Negavator. They fail, but manage to get a good hit in at Red Alert as they escape, knocking him on his ass and knocking all the sanity right out of him. Or crossing some wires. I don't know. They don't really make it clear why this makes him crazy, but I'm okay with it. Head trauma changes your personality in the animated world. I can cite dozens of Flintstones episodes as precedent here. I suppose now would be as good a time as any to mention that Red Alert is one of several Autobots in this new wave with a really fake British-sounding accent. I actually meant to point out how much Grapple and Hoist sounded like those two effeminate gophers from Looney Tunes last week, but I guess I forgot. For some reason, at least three of our new guys, and maybe more, have an affected faux British accent like Kelsey Grammer or the Great Gazoo. I really don't know why I'm suddenly comparing everything to the Flintstones all of a sudden. I'll try to stop now. So yeah, Red Alert is crazy now, as in super paranoid, which is actually funnier than it sounds on paper. It also leads him to ignore, either deliberately or by accident, it's not really clear, warnings of another Decepticon attack. Fortunately, we have another new Autobot, just a plain American accent on this one, named Smokescreen, whose special power is, well, I'll let you figure it out. Somehow Megatron manages to steal the Negavator anyway, which is just weird because for all he knew it was no longer six feet in front of him once all that smoke went up. If you can't see a thing, you can't just assume it's where you saw it last. That just doesn't make any sense at all. He doesn't keep it for long in any case because... I've got morons on my team! Are you seriously just now figuring this out? I could have told you that somewhere around transport to oblivion. So Prime, concerned with the fact that Red Alert didn't warn them about the Decepticons, gets really insistent that he receive a complete overhaul and advances the posse toward the guy who's developed a serious paranoid streak. Man, that's great leadership right there. No need to be paranoid. We're just going to give you a lobotomy, that's all. All of us. Naturally, he runs off. And he hooks up with Starscream, who Megatron left behind in the retreat for, well, obvious reasons. Now here's one of those times I actually have to give the show credit. After 30-some episodes of whining and backstabbing, Starscream finally gets a little something to do here. And I'm starting to remember why he was one of my favorite characters when I was a kid. Take Megatron out of the equation and suddenly he becomes a lot less of a whiner and a lot more of a scheming, manipulative prick. Taking Red Alert under his wing, he feeds the paranoia and uses it to his advantage. Or, okay, maybe he's not entirely faking it and he can relate to the whole superiority complex thing. But the fact remains it's the first time Starscream really gets to shine. Meanwhile, the other Autobots on the hunt for their suffering comrade begin acting a little psychotic themselves. Personally, if I saw a giant robot pick up my car and start talking to it, I'd be calling somebody with a really big butterfly net. So Red Alert and Starscream set about stealing the Negavator. But then Megatron shows up and Starscream wusses out and goes with, uh, Hey, look what I stole for you. Hey, I've been there. And I'd probably do the same thing if I were a scheming, manipulative prick. Red Alert gets his sanity back and sets the Negavator to self-destruct. After about five minutes of deliberating about who should rush into the burning building and rescue him, they figure out that the guy who turns into a fire truck is probably the best choice. Yes, this looks like a job for... Wait for it... White Goo! Man, is there any problem that stuff can't solve? And now it's time for this week's science lesson. A blow to the head will make you crazy. A laser to your head makes you sane again. Hey, my circuit's electric flew just out to mine. I'm blind, Flo. 